On this episode of the Empower 305 podcast, City of Miami Parks Director, Barbie Hernandez. And I love going out there because the kids are enjoying the pool, they're learning how to swim, they're learning about arts and crafts, they're going on field trips, whether it's bowling or to the Marlins game, oh, to the zoo, they're just doing a whole lot of things out there and it's so important for them to be outside. Welcome everyone to Empower 305 and thank you for joining us. I'm your host Stephanie Severino and you're listening to the Empower 305 podcast. Today I'm so happy and I have the great pleasure during the month of July, which is known to be Parks and Recreation National Month. I'm here joined by our Parks Director, the fabulous Barbie Hernandez. Thank you so much for making the time. Thank you, Stephanie, for having me. It's so important, I think, both of us as moms, um, not just to celebrate the, the fact that we have so many wonderful and beautiful parks here in the city, and you're gonna get to tell me more about those in a little bit, but we're right in the middle of summer. Right. We were just talking about, before we started recording this episode, about kids being at home, especially if you don't take advantage of so many great summer camp programs that you offer here in the city, that we definitely need to take advantage of that. So I wanna start with what it means for you since you've done this, your entire life basically yep. you've been at this for what almost 20 years yep a little over 20 and it's the passion that you feel for parks so on this month july national parks and rec month how important is it for you to let everybody know out there to empower them to actually take advantage of our parks oh, that's a great question and um so you said 20 years but as i was i started to go to the parks when i was around five years old um, and honestly, that's where I learned my sports skills, my social skills, and even some of my fighting skills because you got to defend yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, but as you stated, you know, especially during this time right after COVID, it's getting back outside. Um, we have our camps right now are in full force at capacity. And I love going out there because the kids are enjoying the pool. They're learning how to swim. They're learning about arts and crafts, and they're going on field trips, whether it's bowling or to the Marlins game, oh, cool. um, to the zoo. They're just doing a whole lot of things out there, and it's so important for them to be outside, um, enjoy the playgrounds that we're currently working on right now. They meet new friends from the neighborhood. Yes. Um, they get Such to an experience. It's, I think it's something that you never forget. Exactly. I'm sure, like you mentioned, as adults, you yeah. always go back to the memories you made mm -hmm. when you were at a summer camp. Yeah. I certainly, although I grew up in a different country, I still remember those weeks and months. Today, actually, we have a very special guest who's here in the studio with us who loves going to the parks. There's actually one park in the city of Miami called Bryan Park. Oh. We were Isn't just talking that, about Brian Park earlier. That's Miranda's favorite park. Miranda's here, my daughter, and she loves that park. And speaking of Brian Park, who um, I don't know if you, whoever's listening to this podcast, if they've actually been to Brian Park, but I feel that that park has been renovated recently it and was. it has all these really cool amenities. Yep. And I'm sure that's part of a bigger plan. Yep. And I actually want to talk to you about the master plan and you're obviously spearheading heading it and just for those of you listening the city of miami has a hundred and forty seven parks that's right that's wow, you a are good, lot Stephanie. of land <laughs> it's fourteen hundred acres where exactly do you 
you find all those those parks here in Miami and talk to me a little bit about what it is that you're doing, what your vision is as parks director and what reimagining your Miami parks is. You are awesome. Reimagining (laughs) Miami parks. That's exactly what we're going for. So I appreciate you starting off with that. Um, So. One of the things, so you mentioned Bryant Park. I'm going to go yes. over there. It is a, a wonderful neighborhood park. In we District were, 4, yes, right? Yes, with Commissioner Ray's. We were just talking about what a great, perfect park that is because it has a little bit of everything. It has the tennis courts. It has open green space. It, it has, has these like, little gliders. Yes. Or I don't know what they're called, but I know Miranda can the tell me. Ground, Mi- Miranda, yes. what's your favorite part of Bryant Park? The swings? I've seen her get on these little things. You go from one extreme to the park to the other. Yeah. And I had never seen that in a park before. And yeah. I was like, oh, gosh, I I can't imagine that now parks not only are getting all these outdoor exercising equipment, uh, equipment also but also outdoor exercise it's equipment. just yep. different for kids. And Brian Park offers that. Yes. What's your favorite part? Brian Park, the one that you go with daddy to. She loves, loves it. it. <laughs> she definitely loves it and her brother too. So, so when vis- did Brian Park get renovated? Oh, so we finished it about a few months ago with um, f- uh, finalizing the outdoor exercise equipment. Okay. But we renovated the tennis courts. Um, we have our park manager out there, which is Noel. He's outstanding. Loves working with the kids. They give tennis lessons out there. Um, we have a brand new ADA compliant. That's an inclusive playground for everyone. Mm. Um, the outdoor exercise equipment, the open green space. Uh, there's an indoor area. They have ping pong inside of the building, which is so fun too. Yeah. Um, and the idea, so to your point on the park master plan, mm-hmm. is that the parks should have a little something for everyone, whether you're a baby or a toddler or two years old to even your grandma, abuela mm-hmm. abuelo. They can come and have fun out there with yes. the kids, whether they're in the playground with them or they get to play a little bit of tennis as well mm-hmm. um, or walk around. There's a nice walking area where they can walk, sit, enjoy a book. There's a beautiful tree canopy, which is nice to be able to be under this yes. shade, especially as a house, during as, the summer with the heat. <laughs> as hot it is outside. Um, so the park master plan, as you mentioned, is to look at this citywide mm-hmm. and look at our what we have, our 147 parks, do an analysis of all of them to see where they're at, mm-hmm. what improvements they need, what renovations they need. Um, and then also ask the community, what do you want from right. your park? And what do you want to see? What's missing? So, so we, it's taking even the community's input. Oh, absolutely. So that before you do anything them. to yes. it, you obviously take that into consideration. So currently right now, we actually did a bunch of workshops in each district, mm-hmm. about two of them. Um, we are doing a citywide survey. And we're doing it per district. So hmm. citywide and per district to see what comes out of that, that information. That data is really important to drive the next phase on implementation of the, of the system. And the survey is being done grassroots. Like people are going to be obviously asked. They're getting. Tell me more about that, because it's important for our community to know that if you receive a flyer or a piece of paper in the mail, Great it point. is about this. Yes. Yeah, so there is there's a. A few ways of surveys being done. One is mail-in surveys. Um, it is a statistically valid survey that is going to uh, randomly selected homes across the city. So if you do get this mail-in survey, it's really important that you fill it out. It is about 15 minutes filling it out. So I know it's a little bit, you know, time consuming, but it's so, so worth it. It yes. really makes it drives the dating uh, the data force. We also have a survey online. 
um, through the Reimagine uh, Parks uh, website. Right. So I'm actually looking at it right now. If you go to MiamiGov.com and you go to Miami Parks, there's a tab. There's a section called Parks Master Plan, Reimagine Parks Miami. There you can click on a link that will take you to the survey. Yes, ma'am. Amazing. Yep. So you could technically say that after this master plan is completed, the next 15, 20 years or maybe less yeah. is what we're going to have as far as parks in the city. Correct. So to your point on the 15, 20 years, the last master plan was done in 2007. Now, you know that Miami has grown mm. tremendously oh, yes. um, in the last 15 uh -huh. years, even the last five years. Yep. So now the master plans we're looking at five to 10 years because of the growth and everything coming in. So the trends change. So for the next five to 10 years, yes, this will set us for the next five or 10 years. And even on the seventh year, start working on what, what updating do we need? And it's not such a big change. It's mm -hmm. a little change because it's not so long. Like, 2007 right so basically um as part of this master plan you're gonna start seeing and when i say you i mean you listening at home or on the go the parks around your home or if you go to an area to either work mm -hmm. or to visit a friend some of those parks will begin to look different as we go through all the construction for example not too long ago i went to shenandoah park mm -hmm. And I did not know that Shenandoah Park was going through this entire transformation and I even didn't recognize it or couldn't get into it because even the the, the entrance is being changed mm -hmm. completely. Yeah. So that's that's also that's part of the capital plan. There are parks out there that we're working on, like um Shenandoah. Um, Elizabeth Varick Park is another one that we're going to be we're going to be starting up um, the uh, the pool out there with a splash pad. Um, West End I West believe. End is another one that we're working on. Um, that one's actually out to bid right now. Um, so there is already a capital plan being um, um, uh, put forth. Douglas Park is another one. Mm. Um, I think that there's um, Legion Park. There's also renovations happening at Legion Park out right. there. Um, so how for exciting. Yeah, I there's mean, a lot of stuff happening out there. I'm super excited to see, you know, it, it would be interesting to see the before and after and just to know that even now that um, I'm working here because I, I live in Unincorporated, I could take my kids because, like I said, they are fans of Miami parks. Mm -hmm. And just to know that any given weekend you could go to Morningside or any park mm -hmm. out there and encounter or just find all of these great amenities is just super exciting to yeah. me. Um, There's a lot of things in Miami parks. The other thing that Miami has is that um the waterways so the miami river is really important in this in this um analysis mm -hmm. we have a lot of parks on the water we have curtis we have jose marti park right we have margaret pace and all of that is connected and we want to make sure that there's a connectivity mm -hmm. going on here so that people are safely going to the parks they don't have to go in the middle of the street or they don't have to go through this traffic we're mm -hmm. trying to do this greenway um as well so i want to point out that one of the unique things that i've learned in the last um two years of being here is that miami's parks are beautiful and the water with the parks are yes. just such an intricate part of the uniqueness that we right. have. Right, and it's not just the in, inner connectivity or inner connectedness, mm -hmm. but the resilient also aspect yep. of it. Because I know Jose Marti, for example, is also going through a renovation yep. or, or part of that renovation yeah. will include a resilient component yep. so that we make sure that as, you know, um, we see maybe the levels going up or we see changes happening that we're ready yeah. to make Make sure we have Miami parks for everyone and forever. Yeah. Um, I know you have a lot of different, uh, I would say, divisions under parks. Mm -hmm. So you have the aquatics uh, division. I 
love. I am such a big fan of Grapeland Water Park. Yes. Um, I've taken my kids there since they were babies. I think it's such a treasure here in the city. It is. I know there's an element of aquatics, not just because of the swimming lessons, but because I would say most of your parks have a pool. Is that safe to say? A lot of them do. Um, uh, uh, we have about um, 12 pools. So, 12 pools. Yeah, yeah. And I know that through this master plan, a lot of those are also going to be enhanced right. yep. or, you, got you it. know, um, renovated yep. renovated, and even get bigger, uh, uh, perhaps. So I want to point out something when you were talking about staff, um, which is something I've noticed in, ever since I started working here in the city, anytime I have any type of interaction with park staff. It is so loving. It is so amazing. And I know it goes back to you being passionate. This is something that you've always felt love and passionate um, about. That is what you will find at any park that you go, whether it's the north end of the city or the south part here in the Grove Every single one of those people not only take care of your kids while they're at a summer camp or whatever program, but you literally feel that what they do is what they truly love. So you that's uh, Stephanie, you hit the nail on the head. The the team out there, the park staff that's out there, they uh, going out there to each park. The way I grew up in a park, a majority of them had that same story where they were able to walk to their park and spend the time of their park. And if it wasn't for that park, where would we be today? Mm -hmm. And so they were able to find and, and you know, their energy, because we know that kids have energy. Mm -hmm. A lot of energy was, was, um, what would we do without parks? And so the team, absolutely, the team out there, they, they work with their hearts. They love what they do. And mm -hmm. every time I, we all get together, you can just see it in their, in their eyes that they just, they really enjoy it because they know what it does for the community. It brings the community together. Yep. It, you know, especially during this time that we just went through, People wanted to come back outside. They wanted to go back, open the park, open the park. Yes. And the, the staff were like, let's go. We want to come back we to work. We desperately need it. And, and so, honestly, a big kudos to the team out there because they really, when they do anything, whether it's in aquatics or the senior citizens or the field yeah. trips or summer camps or the arts and craft. Or, you also have the therapeutic Yeah, therapeutic. Yeah. Yes, Andrew DeLuca. Any, anything they do out there, it's just they do it really with their hearts. So they really believe in this and we know what, how important it is to the community. So... Yes, thank you for pointing I, that out. Of course, because I also know that that's a reflection of you. Um, obviously, you're leading this amazing team of people that want to make a difference. Like I said before, parks is such a an intricate but such an important aspect of everyone's life. When you're a kid and you become an adult, then you take your kids. It's like I said before, what would we do without parks? Because that is where you go to take a breather, to yeah. just relax. Life can get so fast and so complicated that that's like our escape. At least that's how I like to think of it. So I just want to say thank you, Barbie, because I know how busy you are. I know that you have your vision. I know you are such a hard worker to make sure that during your time here, all of these plans that you have um, come to fruition. So I want to thank you on behalf of the entire city. Thank you. So much. And I hope that everyone listening enjoys this episode of empower 305 there's a lot of information out there that you guys can find online if you go to miami parks they have their own dedicated webpage. so please go on there so you can learn a little bit more get empowered enjoy our parks there's a lot of them out there and thank you for joining us on this episode we started this and it's already been what almost 10 months so share our story 
send it to your friends, to your family, share it online and on social media. This is what we're here for you. And a special thanks to everybody listening at home or on the go. Your support means so much to all of us. So continue to follow us, subscribe, support us here or on Empower 305. And remember that you can also follow this city of Miami on all of our social media platforms. Keep up with all of the programming like 305 News, which is our bi-weekly recap with everything happening in the city. Miami Eats, Miami Made, Evergreen Miami, all of these special segments that we offer that you can watch all of them on our YouTube page. Thanks again for being the best audience out there. And we look forward to seeing you on our next episode of Empower 305.